0: I look a lot like Judd
2: Zolgad. That's who I look
3: like. It's <laughs> talking about serial killers.
2: <laughs> He's <bringing> Gelfand, on... galfan <laughs> hold on a second here. What are you doing watching all the cable news? Yes. My old man, God rest his soul, did exactly that. That's going to do you no good. Uh, if you're stuck inside, stop watching all the cable news. I bet Bernard does not watch all the cable news. I can't. Judd, I used ma'am.
4: to. Dad, you're going to have to go back in time about... Forty years, and give Gelfan this uh, advice. It's a little late. It's yeah. a little late. You're coming in at the the final hour here.
2: It's gotten worse, though. It's gotten way worse than what the worse. last fifteen. Well, 20 years. Like, the cable news used to sort of be the news. Yeah. Now it's spin, and they're looking for the Horrible. worst things possible, and, and yeah, it's it, it has been, I mean, it is a cluster bleep on every side of things. I don't care if it's CNN, Fox, whatever, it's a cluster bleep.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, CNN tried to take the middle of the road. In one month, they lost 70% of their viewers. They did. Now they're right back to where they uh, were. You're and, right. and you can't blame <laughs> they, they them. They fired I mean, the guy, too. Well, they did fire the guy. They yeah. fired I Licked. thought
0: it was a great idea. I really Licked to Like for the
3: loser, they fired him, yeah.
0: I just, I don't know. People don't want to, people want to be pissed off. Well, look. Yeah, sorry. What's, what's the name of that women's show that, what's her face is the host of the, oh God, what the, the hell is her name? The View, yeah.
4: I can't put, oh. you and I are telepathic. How did I get that from that? <laughs> yeah. What well, well, is that's true. that with the women on the show, The View? I just,
0: how can anyone, wa- I don't watch right. CNN, I don't watch yeah. Fox, I watch it, And I, I saw a promo for that, or not a promo, was it, it was a, a they took a bit of the audio from it? Yeah. Why would I want to listen to a <laughs> show where everyone talks like this? It's like, calm down well, for Christ's
3: sake. Uh, there's the view and there's the five and there's oh, the six God. and there, I, I can't, I, <laughs> I have no way of differentiating it.
0: Mike, it's terrible.
3: Yeah, and people, you're right, I mean, how does anyone watch those shows and then believe that? What, they're they're more educated? They do think that, Mike. <laughs> What do they, they think? They think that. Now, I, I do
0: have a question for you, because I do need help. Oh, yeah. because I said got, that many times. I mean, mentally, it's just a given. That's, a given. You know, that's very understandable.
3: I, uh, I can give you a few referrals. I
0: don't like any of these people that mm. are running for president. I mean, some of them seem no. better than others, but it, somebody I just go, hey, that's my person right there. Yeah. I don't have anybody. I
3: know there was a time when when you might say, you know, this is this guy's okay. I'm going to vote for him. Yeah, uh, but um, it's getting a lot more difficult.
0: Well, everybody's a scam artist. Everybody's going to be convicted of felonies, and everybody's going to be impeached.
3: And everybody, it's like Jesus. Well, for sure, everyone's going to be impeached. We'll yeah, say that's that. going to happen. Yeah, I don't know it about is. the rest, but for sure, I mean, the other <sighs> stuff is up in the air. But the, yeah, everybody's going to be every president now probably. Yeah. Yep. That, that for the next, well, I guess forever, will be will be impeached. You're right. They won't be convicted. No. But they'll be impeached. But
0: they'll be impeached. I mean, what
3: a waste of time.
0: I have to agree with you. But they all they started it all those years ago, and it just got worse and worse. And now, it's horrible. It just, I don't know. There are a couple of guys that I I don't know a lot of about them. There are some people that are running, I guess, that I don't know anything about them. Maybe I would like them, but
3: probably not. Probably not, and then you're just throwing right. away your vote anyway.
0: And you're throwing your vote away anyway. It's yeah. so absolutely true, but yeah, I tried to watch. I tried to watch the news yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm still looking for other news channels to watch. But it's all the same crap. I mean, there's, there's, uh, I, I can't even remember the name of these places. There's, like, yeah. I mean, obviously you got your MSNBCs
2: and all that stuff, and that's just garbage. News like Nation now, right? They're, news they're supposedly that the ones that are supposed to be right down the middle and they're not biased one way or the other is that news nation
3: yeah right
0: i believe that's true but i don't think i don't think it is true that they do that well gotcha
3: plus they have you know they use the green screen more than they use reporters yeah it's it's a little sketchy yesterday i watched the evening news as i was on my exercise bike and i found myself i never thought this would happen i found myself feeling sorry for mitch mcconnell and I, feel, I feel like I've reached, Mike, i hit bottom now. Did you that see hit? that? A lot, a that whole thing happened.
2: was bizarre. It was very
0: sad.
3: Yeah, it was sad. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. and God. the guy looks like he's aged, you know, about three decades yes. in the last, what, year.
0: He just, if you guys don't know this, he just stopped talking and stared at the camera.
3: Yeah. Froze. Oh, just completely froze.
0: froze up. What Did they figure out what, was it a lesion or what the hell happened?
3: I think the consensus was that it was a stroke.
0: You think it really was a stroke?
3: Well, it had all the science. Yeah, it, of
0: it. did. It don't quite, but okay, he literally just stopped talking.
3: And the guy, you know, the guy is, he, then we found out later he took a terrible fall. Uh, right. Very recently. Right. Trying to get off an airplane.
2: Look who he got running our government.
3: Yeah, I know. I mean, I
2: oh know. <laughs> that's, yes, that's such a great point. Like, oh, I just, Jesus. I, I don't want to be afraid that the people in charge are going to die of natural causes at any moment. Yeah.
0: I know. Yeah. No, you're right. It's, it's quite scary. And I, I just, I'm kind of, ha- although I got bitched at the other day for not having a political opinion. <laughs> what? Uh, it was hilarious because I was talking to a friend of mine and another guy walked up. He's probably about 30 years old, something like that. And uh, <laughs> he said, well, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And I said, well, I should explain to you. I'm not a Republican and I'm not a Democrat. And he stepped back and he went, oh, you're one of those. It's like, is there any <laughs> position that's good? Is there anything left that's, I, that's a good thing. I hope you told him to F off oh, at did. that point. I, I absolutely good. did.
3: But, but in your own subtle way.
0: Like yeah. my usual <laughs> subtlety <laughs> that I
2: use. That yeah, Tom, Tom's so subtle. I've become so used to him being subtle.
3: Uh, actually,
4: <laughs> what would be scary is Tom would get quiet and oh, leave the room. Yeah,
2: that's not good. And no. that's,
4: not good. that's not the one that's you want. True. Well, we're, we're all mm.
3: expected to take sides. I mean, when I tell yeah, people, people true. say, hey, how about the twins? You know, And I say, well, you know, I don't care. Said, what do you mean you don't care? <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: uh, you know, exactly what I'm talking about.
3: You know, and I, I, I go around wearing my Detroit Tigers hat. Love your hat. And people stop me and say, oh, What about great. the Detroit Tigers? And I say, Yeah, well, I say, You're a big Twins fan? They say, Yeah. And I say, Well, then you should be rooting for the Tigers. Yeah. Because they're no threat. No, not and at all. They're going to help you but they don't see it that way. And, and and look, here's the thing about I I tell people I'm a big fan of the Tigers. Mm-hmm. It's not true. It's just that <laughs> they have so few people rooting for them yeah. that I'm able to get the merchandise cheap. I was just going to say That's it was going to come down to a cheap. Right. I knew and the that the English
2: it was gonna be D, the old English D by the way, is fantastic. I, I so like you it. can't yeah. go wrong with a yeah. logo.
3: And yeah. I have always been a fan of their logo and I have great memories of covering the Tigers oh, and the Twins back, back, in, the back in the day when there was yep. a real stadium there. Yep and uh it was a lot of fun so i i do identify and i identify with them cuz i you know i always root for the little guy you know what's the
0: the one thing that does bother me about that and it's gone long gone now but I, I went to the old detroit tigers stadium the original one right i don't know how many years ago oh christ how many what was that 30 40 years ago i mean it was a long time ago
3: well yeah i mean i i was covering <clears throat> the twins in the mid to late 70s and so yeah that's that's the only ballpark i identify with the tigers
0: i tell you honest to god i you would go in that ballpark and you sit in there and you would picture you know, the Bob Allisons of the world and and you know, all these other guys, like think Roger Maris coming through there mm-hmm. and all it just those old ballparks—that was such a thrill to know that that's where they played. The old Yankee yeah. Stadium, yep. which is gone now, tradition. God, it was
3: great. Tradition is uh, like you know you go to Fenway Park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you still got the tradition there.
0: It's the one left. I and think.
3: I yeah, and and I've I always loved Fenway Park because it was unique. It was a little bit bizarre. Yep. And uh, the first time I was in Fenway Park, I was I was covering a game, and I, of course I got there very early, and it was very quiet there. And uh, guys were hitting hitting the ball off the off the wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I found out that when the ball, the baseball hits the big wall there, makes a clinking sound yeah metallic sound i thought oh i don't want to know that
0: that's true i i get your point no question it
2: leaves a dent too if you go out there and look there are you know thousands of dents of baseballs really yeah oh
3: yeah it's true
2: and just the seams tom so it's just like the seams but but you can see the outline yeah that place is i i went there for the first time uh with my wife and i think it was 2019 I love that place. Wrigley Field originally, before the lights around that time, was cool. But it's been so, you know, for lack of a better term, rigged up now with the scoreboards and all the things. And plus, and I don't blame them, but the bleacher tickets now, and have been for like 20 years, are incredibly expensive. And kids go out there to get completely drunk (laughs) <laughs> Which is fine, but Fenway, Fenway, they actually sit and watch the baseball game. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yep. it's very cool. It's way more, It's it feels like way more of a baseball atmosphere where Chicago, it's more of a let's just get, you know, drunk as possible atmosphere.
3: And, and I don't understand why someone can go to a baseball game and get intoxicated because... You know, you, you do that, it's going to make it very tough for you to read stuff on your on your device.
0: Yeah, it really is. There's no question about it. I never used to drink out at the Twin Stadium. No, of
3: course. <laughs> well, that was, that was uh, rage yeah. drinking.
0: That might have been. That <laughs> might we, be a good way to put it. we got to
4: go to a game, you guys, because I was watching that Good Morning America segment, and they did a special on the food. Tom.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I heard about that.
4: Um. They showed the Cuban sandwich, the Tonio sandwich. I
0: love Cuban. Sandwich.
4: I love a Cuban sandwich, and it too. looks so good. Like we, we have to Cubano. get one on the books. We have to get a game on the books.
0: Cubano, yeah. well, I wouldn't mind doing that. We, we could do the whole crew and go out and do a game. And all the rest so of it.
4: So fun. You
0: know, the number one thing I miss about Met Stadium hmm. is that they actually had a chain link fence out in left field right. on top of the wall. People yeah. don't realize that, and people would drink their beer cups. Yeah. and they'd stick them through the little the little you know diamond shape yeah. uh, things. That's right, yeah. And they would print out things that would say, if you were sitting behind the plate and you looked out the left field, <laughs> paper cups would be aligned so that would say things like, Joe Rudy sucks.
4: Oh,
3: funny. <laughs> it was
0: oh. phenomenal. Well, they were just, oh, I didn't know that. That's oh, great. That's it was amazing. Done.
3: It was phenomenal. Oh, well, my God. <laughs> and, I, and I wonder who inspired them to say, Joe Rudy sucks, because... Yeah, I don't know. First time I think I ever saw you, you were yelling, Joe Rudy, you suck. <laughs>
0: That's when you had a, a damaged head, though. Don't forget that you'd hurt yes, your and head. I, yeah, and
3: that's I, it. yeah, I just had. Oh, uh, well, I was so excited, you know, to come to the ballpark. God, I
0: just love that place so much. I I just loved Met Stadium. Mm. Not a huge fan of the old dome. Yeah, well, you know, that was a mistake. Except for they won two World Series there, so
3: yeah, there should be an asterisk.
0: There should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're up. Yeah, and by the Metrodome.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. And and the great thing about uh, about the Metrodome, well. And, and what well, really met stadium especially was that you, you get hungry about the fourth inning yeah. and you go get one of those steak sandwiches and who is selling you the steak sandwich. It's Herb Carneal's wife.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Who would be bitching about the twins nonstop, <laughs> right. which yeah. was, I yeah. loved.
2: Oh, she sold.
3: Yeah. Seriously. Oh Yeah. 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 Yep. I guess, you know, she, she uh, Kathy, two, right. I, I, that's right. It was Kathy. I think Kathy maybe, the, maybe the two of yeah. them just wanted to keep their eye out on each other. But it was great, you know, because maybe. of course they could. At least they could carpool.
4: <laughs> yeah, right.
3: Yeah, they could carpool. And you well, know, you know, Herb was sober. Yeah, oh, Herb yeah. was and sober.
2: Yeah. I I didn't know, know this until uh, Roycey told me a few months ago. But I remember when I was a kid, if there was a Sunday game, away game, twins game on. Radio Herb would always say, "Well, the Twins, you know, the Twins are going to leave Cleveland and the plane is going to land approximately 4:30." And I was like, "Why the hell is he giving us the flight <laughs> <know>. that, like <laughs> when it turned out it turned out it was because so Kathy who was listening ah. to the game would know what time to pick him up." Oh, oh.
4: that's
3: so funny. <laughs> Herb the thing about Herb is he was doer. It's the only way I can describe him. Mm-hmm. He he uh he was just kind of a sad sack. You know, I, I, he just—I think he just liked the – I think I think he needed to vent for various reasons. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what they were, but I'd say I'd see him. You know, I'd see him in the morning, and uh, at the hotel in Detroit or someplace. I'd say, "Hey Herb, how you doing?" And his response was always the same. It was, "Oh my, I didn't get a wink of sleep all night." <laughs> <laughs>
0: God, to watch his wife sit behind the plate because once in a while she'd come to the game and just sit behind yeah. the plate. God, she would go after players. <laughs> it was just wonderful to watch.
4: That's support. Oh, God, it's like, you suck! Oh, God. <laughs> Mrs.
0: Carneal, calm down. That's she was amazing. She was yelling at
3: Herb. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? Probably yelling
0: at Herb, You yeah. didn't
4: take the trash out this morning. <laughs> you are trash.
3: And, I, 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 and I, the thing about Herb is, you know, he he wrote a book. You may remember that.
0: Yes, I do remember that. I, I don't that.
3: know if he actually wrote it himself, but, right. but he, he did have a book, and... He wanted to, they wanted, they were looking for a snappy title and they wanted, what they wanted to do was they wanted to echo one of his signature phrases. And so the name of the book was Hello again, everybody. Hello again because everybody. that was his signature phrase. It doesn't <laughs> pop.
4: It doesn't pop up Come on. Yeah. I mean it's cute when you say it, but like reading that, yeah. hello everybody again. Herb
2: didn't try to pop though. Herb no. was a very he, Her no. Herb was about as far from Harry Carey as a oh. human being oh, can yeah. get. Which is which is why I would have loved to and it's before my time though, in the sixties have heard Heard Herb and Ray Scott and Halsey, which must have just been fantastic. Oh, it Halsey, was.
3: yeah. I, I had the, the great pleasure one time of, uh, of uh, touring touring the, uh, the uh, circuit, the, the spring training circuit oh. with Halsey.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah.
3: yeah, and I believe that Tom, me, the PR guy, was the driver. So we <laughs> would go from one city to the next, and you really haven't lived and almost died. Until you took a, say, a, <laughs> you went from, say, uh, maybe uh, maybe you went from Orlando to Bradenton with Halsey because he alternated smoking cigars and chewing onions. Oh, huge onions.
0: And disgusting. I mean big, raw onions.
3: And, uh. and so I got to know Halsey very well. We used to have breakfast every morning. Oh, did you? Yeah. And and every morning he'd, he'd, see, he'd knock on his door. He'd knock on mine. And, and I'd see him and he'd say, hey, uh, How's it going, buddy? And he never knew my name. Oh, no, no,
0: no. A lot of, you know, how's it going, buddy? Yeah. yeah. Halsey Hall, he still had the greatest line in the history of reporting on uh, when those two young people were sitting under a blanket because it was cold out. Mm. And Halsey, and he started laughing. I thought he was going to choke to death because he didn't mean to say it. He kisses her on the strikes, and she kisses him on the balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then he realized what he had just said, and he started laughing. He's like,
3: oh, rur,
0: rur, rur, rur. that laugh. You That's
3: know, so funny. Well, oh, you, 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 never, you never knew with Halsey because, you know, he, he loved to tell jokes. <laughs> he did. Uh, you know, loved the guy. Yeah, he, he, was, he was one of a kind. He, and, you know, he had been, of course, he started out as a, as a reporter. And it wasn't at the Minneapolis Star Tribune. It was like before those papers. It was oh like yeah, the Minneapolis Journal or something.
0: I got to reach out to. We got to get. We got to get uh, Harry back on.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, we gotta Harry's get still going strong in our in our. Uh, in our
0: world, he still goes yeah. strong because my favorite thing is Gelfand would smart off to him <laughs> every time he was on, and there'd be a long pause, and I'd hear. <laughs> Barnard, control your monkeys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's just so funny. It was,
0: remember that? Uh, yes. How it was wonderful that was. Control
3: yeah. your monkeys. Control made, your monkeys. The guy made a straight man out of me. He did? You he know? absolutely yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, I always like to get the get the punchline, but not with him. No.
0: I get, My favorite thing is when he tried to describe something and he go, there, you know it's one of those times when you kind of wish that you could go down the and he would get talked slower and slower and slower <laughs> like God.
3: Well, I, I always used to before a game, uh, I I always used to uh, used to like you know go into the booth or something. Sure. If he, if, he, if I was if I was in Chicago at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'd chat a little bit. And he was another guy. He'd say, "How you doing, boy?" And "How you doing, boy?" No idea what my name was. No. But uh, but it was always a pleasure. And of course, he always was on his like seventh fall staff.
0: <laughs> oh yes, he loved fall Uh huh. Oh Christ, we got to take a break here. It's 19 after already. My God, well, it's just you guys are so fascinating.
3: <laughs> That's
0: the problem.
4: And you can also find it on com.
0: We are back, ladies and gentlemen. So, so far today, we've uh, discovered that there's nobody to vote for. There are no teams to follow because the Twins lost again today. I did not watch the game yesterday again, Judd, because I was out to, to dinner. Uh, uh, I was running around all day doing,
2: you know, st- show stuff. So I didn't get to see it, but they lost again. Well, you didn't miss a damn thing because, what, they came back again. I think they were down by four or five. They gave up a... Uh um a three-run homer on an 0-2 pitch to a shortstop who was hitting like 178 and and we're down significantly and then of course stormed back and fell short but you know what this goes back to it goes back to what i was talking about before when they play the white socks or they play the a's and now they're going to play starting tomorrow for three kansas city they're going to win games and yeah, yeah. and people are going to get excited and when yep. they play a team like the mariners who are more talented than the Twins, but have the same type of problems? They're going to win every once in a while, but like this team is not going to completely change its stripes here. And this no. division, this division is just a complete abomination, which means somebody <laughs> has to win it. And I'm guessing it's going to be the Twins. But every time you think they're going to pull away a little bit, they they lose games, and that and That's now true. I believe Cleveland's within two.
3: There's a there, yeah, it's, it's two games now. There, there's I think every reason to expect that. There won't be a team in this division that is above five hundred. You're probably and right. They don't have to be. The Twins the thing about the Twins is, I'm sure you've seen this show, they they do have an easier schedule than Cleveland the rest of the way. Yes, but it's still do. a tougher schedule than they've had up to now. So a five hundred would be would be amazing. But hey, they've got what? They've got five, counting today, they got five days to make that blockbuster trade.
2: Oh. They're gonna get How a about rise the fact?
3: back?
2: <laughs> How about the fact they dumped Jorge Lopez, who they traded a significant amount for uh, yeah. to Baltimore last year? There, two. So, so they picked up three players at the trade deadline last year. When, when of course they completely crapped the bed and fell apart. Lopez, who was on the unfortunately mental health list and completely f- fell apart, and he just got traded to the Marlins for another reliever. Mm. The trade that's even worse than that—the worst trade—the Tyler Malley trade—who they got what Mike about four start five starts from? Yeah, he he had t- Tommy John. They traded Incarnacion um, Strand, who can hit the hell out of the ball, and Spencer Steer, who's been great. That's yeah. just an awful trade. Yeah, terrible. so two of those three trades. That were supposed to help them in a year in which they fell apart Mm. depleted the farm system and are going to come back to bite them in the ass for a few years and they're going to get nothing from what they got back
3: well you know right now we're waiting for that blockbuster trade and if if you if you listen to grandpa bremer i mean they're so loaded with talent that that's really the problem they got talent everywhere now they're going to have probably the worst infield in baseball because they're going to move Polanco, who has barely can barely. I mean, he he he. They wanted him to be a shortstop. He doesn't have the arm. For right. Him. So they're going to put him at third base, and then Julian, who is a DH, he was just a, he's just a born DH. Can't mm-hmm. catch the ball, can't throw the ball. He can throw the ball like a, on a double play because he doesn't have to think about it. But Correct. the guy's got the yips. He in you know, an ordinary ground ball, he just can't throw it to first base. So he's going to be at second. And Correa will have to play every position, basically. He'll be like the, yeah, like, like yeah, the kids true. I used to coach in T-ball, where they would just run to each base.
2: Just tell the shortstop, yeah. cover the whole damn C- infield because your teammates thing. suck. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah,
4: yeah, At T-ball. Ju- yeah, that's Julian,
2: I've never seen this before, but I will stand by it. Not only does Julian have the throwing yips on short throws where he can actually think about it because it's second base, there's time to think.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I've never seen this one. I think he has the fielding yips because he's yes. made some nice plays when he has to range to his right and doesn't have time to think. Yep. But when he has time to, to think, he'll look at his glove. He'll look at the baseball in his glove <laughs> like, oh, my God, I did catch it.
3: Well, and the other thing is, you know, when 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 someone steals second base against the Twins, if if the ball bounces in front of second base, which, you know, it happens about a third of the time when someone's stealing. The catcher yep, throws yep. the ball, it bounces in front yep. of second base. There, it The runner can just keep going to third. Uh, he's not going to stop it. He might deflect it, but he can't stop it. He can't catch it. He, this is a rare situation in baseball because a lot of times – guys will steal second base you know they will steal off the pitcher sometimes they will steal off the catcher but now they steal off the second baseman <laughs> that's true <laughs> i haven't well, seen not it before lying. no and, not and 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 the other thing is uh i i think they're i think that the twins think that their blockbuster trade is going to involve the now resuscitated uh deutsch dinger
2: Deutsch Dinger. Yeah, I
3: refer, of course. I do
2: hope they trade him. I I like that thought. I would trade him.
3: Yeah, but who wants him? Does anyone actually believe that 10 days in paradise has wiped out seven years in hell?
2: Their blockbuster trade, though, is going to be (laughs) for probably another reliever, or at this point, more likely, a right-handed bat. And I'm not saying that it won't be a player that we have never heard of but Mm. i am saying i don't think it's going to exactly resonate as some great move i will tell you the julian solution though you Mm. guys and i think it's very very simple and the twins are going to bristle but screw that
3: i i I, I, I think so too i think i know where you're going but go ahead
2: the solution is you put polanco back at second
3: yep uh
2: when when royce lewis comes back he goes back to third Mm -hmm. so and and he was absolutely fine there And Julian DHs, and Buxton doesn't play every single damn
3: day. Right, right. That's that's where I was going was mostly with Buxton. They got to get him out of there so Julian can can be the DH. I mean, he's so much more productive at the plate than Buxton. Buxton, I say, at the very least, just give him the year off the rest of the year.
0: I agree. Get, get healthy, for God's
3: yeah. sake. They're, a worse, they're just worse when yeah. he's in the lineup.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Or maybe the, the only position I think he could play would be first base.
2: Yeah, and I don't—you know what? I think Kirloff's fi- fine there now. Yeah, he is. He, he can go t- to the outfield. I think Kirloff's a better first baseman than an outfielder, so I think I'd prefer yep. him at first base. But, you know, the thing with Buxton is they just— continue to bang their head against the wall, and nothing is changing, and his at-bats are hard to watch. Yeah. He has, it's amazing, but he has somehow replicated Miguel yeah. Sano right Well
3: Well, you always think of Sano when I think of him. It's the same Cause thing. Because they were
2: tied together, yeah.
3: Yeah, and the other thing is, if, if Buxton was had come up from St. Paul and he was making, you know, $750,000 a year, he wouldn't be in the lineup. Hell no. Hundred million dollars, they got to play him, and that's, that that doesn't make any sense. You you've already made a fool yourself by paying him a hundred million.
0: He's always been hurt. He's, always.
3: Yeah, and yeah. but why compound yep. the problem?
0: I know. So I, 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 why did we ever let Arise go? Did he just want to leave?
2: Mm-mm. No, I they didn't were think desperate so. for starters. They well, they were desperate to get a starting pitcher, and they and the problem was. Derek Falvey came here with the reputation, right, for being the pitching guru. Cleveland yep. had done it. He yep. was going to find pitching. And right now, Bailey Ober is the only guy in the rotation who is their guy. Everybody else they had to go out yep. and trade for because Derek Falvey has failed miserably at finding starting pitching, which was supposed to be a strength.
3: And now all the starting pitchers are starting to regress pretty significantly. They are. Well, look at Ryan, who was their ace. and Mm-hmm. And... and yeah, that's unless true. he unless he finds another pitch, he's he's just not going to be great.
0: All right, we only got six more minutes left with Judd, so I got to bring this up. What the hell's going
2: on with the University
0: of Minnesota football team?
2: Holy God! Yeah, I saw that story about the the PJ Woo. Fleck culture, and I do not use culture in a good way. This <laughs> ordinarily we hear about the culture, the culture, the culture, I the know. culture of Hubbard, the culture of the Tom Bernard Show, the culture of Mackie and Judd, but this one is. Uh, Here's the thing that I will say. For anybody, and I think Mike would agree with this, for anybody who is surprised what we are, and really continually have found out about college sports in general and college football in particular, if you're surprised, you are among the most naive human beings (laughs) in the world. College sports are dirty, and college football can be an absolute cesspool because these coaches, unlike pro coaches have all the power over young people who they basically then corrupt. So yeah. um, all this stuff is incredibly unfortunate, and the Northwestern hazing is disturbing. None of it's surprising.
0: No, it's not no. surprising at all. And by the way, uh, I'm going to follow the lead of the University of Minnesota. So whether it's you know Mike Gelfand or Brittany or Rudy or you or whatever when i walk in in the morning you all have to applaud when i come in Ah, did you see this
4: I, well, I was reading it, too, That's I, crazy. my big question... You have
0: to applaud when he comes into the room?
4: It was, I mean, it, it's <laughs> oh very drill sergeant-esque. Like, there's a lot of things in here that remind me of basic training that, like... Oh, really? Yeah, oh, for mm-hmm. sure, that kind of, really? like, yeah. make you feel about this big, and eventually you're madly in love with your drill sergeant because they're the ones in power. It's that, like, Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Um, The question I just keep going back to is then, why do you want your kid to be involved in these things? Like, to hear all that, that your kid is going through this, like, torturous... I mean, college is hard enough.
3: Well, so it, why doesn't, are you it doesn't your... matter to, to some people. They just they yeah. want to live vicariously through that.
4: I just can't imagine being like, all right, little Timmy, I got a great game. Sports
2: parents this. are weird, Brittany, though. That's oh, the that thing. Works. Sports parents can be very bizarre.
3: Well, you know, and, and having been a coach at every level of, of youth baseball, it basically starts with T-ball. You know, it, yeah. it's just, and then it just gets worse every year. I'll tell you how bad it is. The other day, I heard someone refer to a cesspool as college football. <laughs> <laughs> That's assaulting to a cesspool. That's, That's
4: kind of negative.
0: <laughs> I should probably read this paragraph because this is what we're talking about. This is from MSN, as a matter of fact. University of Minnesota football team's latest NCAA program in the national spotlight after a report from front office sports detailed allegations of brainwashing and a cult-like atmosphere under head coach <laughs> P.J. Fleck. The story quoted several anonymous former players who played under Fleck between 2017-2021. The allegations ranged from one anonymous player claiming the team had to applaud for Fleck every time he entered a room, while another claimed players had to memorize pages in a binder and were later tested on it, with punishments sometimes handed out for poor test scores. (sighs) Parts of the test allegedly required players to memorize acronyms that Fleck is known to use, including... Think, truthful, helpful, inspirational, necessary, and kind.
3: I, uh, I have to. Inter- <laughs> I have to interject. Necessary. I just have What's to interject. Necessary. I must interject while we're talking about culture. Okay. That is not an acronym. That's not an acronym. No, <laughs> that's not your, even exactly. um,
4: No, you're right. My Absolutely. favorite one is this one. It's SFAMFS, and it's just start fast, accelerate in the middle. Finish strong. So it's just like, oh, <laughs> what? You're just going hard the whole time? Like, doesn't even, it doesn't spell anything. It doesn't mean no. anything. It's wow, ridiculous.
3: Yeah. How about F-I-P-O-S?
0: Oh, I don't know what that is.
3: Black is a piece of yeah, shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like yeah.
1: that.
0: that yeah. Was, by the way, that guy yeah. is incredible. I've only met him one time, and I didn't even talk to him. Yeah. Just, hey, how you doing? What an arrogant oh, ass that Oh, is.
1: when he runs on the field yes, and the whole yes. thing, Dude, it settled down. In fact, the day <laughs> after they won that bowl, was that three years ago, four years ago? They played on like a Wednesday night. It was late. It was like they finished the game. It was the West Coast. They finished the game at like 930. The next day, I was at Caribou Coffee in Dinkytown. It's 915 in the morning. Yeah. PJ Fleck is getting a coffee. I'm like, dude, you were in... You were on the, in another time zone less than 12 hours ago winning a bowl game. Now you're in Town on your way to the office. Could you pump <laughs> the brakes? You just won a bowl, dude. Like, enjoy it for a moment. And I just walked up. I was like, hey, Mr. Fleck, uh, congratulations on your win. You mind if I get a quick picture? He's like, yeah, no problem. Like, takes a quick photo, turns around, runs out the door. Did and the, I'm the thumb
2: like, go, go up, though? Because he loves to have the thumb up. Uh, Every yeah. picture, the thumbs-up.
1: I can't remember if it was or not. Uh, if anything, he should have just shoved it up his ass and sat <laughs> for a, a moment and a chilled out. And he,
4: said, he said, Rudy, hey, don't forget to fist. Yeah. Yeah. Family invested, yeah. same time, keep it tight.
1: <laughs> what? Oh, I, even I, what? Fist, DJ, I, I fist, PJ, I fist. We know Rudy <laughs> be fisting. Hey,
3: My My favorite Fleck moment, one of his players takes a hard hit. He's on the ground, and before the guy can get up, Fleck races out onto the, onto the field, which, by the way, he's not allowed to do. Right. Races out into the field and later says, When he woke up, I wanted, I wanted him to see me first.
1: I wanted <laughs> to be the first. In person. Iowa.
3: It was Tyler Johnson, Tyler and it Johnson. drove me crazy. And he wasn't Can... unconscious. He, he, just, he was just on the ground. I just love it. But that according so much. to Fleck, he was unconscious, possibly dead. <clears throat> Hey, hey you guys,
0: I got to take a break here because I got to go and hop in the hot tub with his wife. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Oh, she's going to the hot tub with all the players all the time. Yeah,
4: but that's because of Fist. You got to keep family (laughs) invested. (laughs) They (laughs)
2: walk 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 off the the field together after every game. Oh, yeah. So, like, she is on, she comes on to the field and at the end of of games. So, before I go, though, explain one thing because when Mike talked about that, That was a game against the Hawkeyes in Iowa, and it drove me crazy. But Rocco does this too. When did coaches and managers start coming out with a trainer for everyone who has any – Rocco can't wait to race out of the dugout to go check. I do not recall Gene Mock going out there with Dick Martin (laughs) or Billy Gardner racing out there with Dick Martin to check if Pete McCannon stubbed his toe. When did this start and how can we
3: stop it? And Gene Mock, he would have been in the runway smoking a cigarette while the player was on the ground. And that that is that's my that's a good manager, right? That's baseball, right there. That's baseball. That is the game
2: don't want my manager out. If I foul a ball <laughs> off my shin, I don't want my bleeping oh. manager out there. Oh, no. can you stay in the game? Hey, how about you just go back in the dugout? The trainer's going to spray some crap on this, and I'm going to keep playing, okay? Drives me nuts. There it is. Yep. All right, pal, anyway, you got to go. See you all. I'll talk to you next week, Mike. Looking forward to it, Joe. Thank you, sir.